We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. With Brad Biggs. Biggs time. Biggs. His name is Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs talks football with you. Bully at Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 6 7 of the score. Brad Biggs, the football man of the Chicago Tribune and a longtime contributor to the station, a valued friend, and he joins us now on the Signature Bank Score Hotline, Signature Bank, making commercial banking personal. Big Zay. Morning, Brad. Morning, boys. What's going on? Well, uh, a lot of stuff going on. The playoffs are still going on. But, Brad, I, I was uh, I was really interested in, uh, in what you wrote about the last time that, you know, just four teams have uh, – have not won two consecutive seasons, two consecutive winning seasons since the Bears last did it in 0506. It feels it feels like a really long time since the Bears have been consistently good. And I know that the objective and everything they're out doing is to that end to try to, you know, be good for a while and good consistently. But how long does that take? How long will it be until they start winning uh, a couple seasons in a row. Well, it's it's probably going to be a while. It, yeah. You look at the common denominator for uh, teams that have sustained success, teams that are perennial playoff contenders. And generally speaking, that first common factor you find is the quarterback play. Well, we know where the Bears quarterback play uh, has been for the longest period of time, so that's one um, explanation for their inability to uh, to get good and stay good, right? Um, you've got to be healthy. You've got to have a, a good roster. You've got to be well coached. The Bears uh, haven't put that together since 05-06, and there's been numerous points since where you felt like they were going to sustain it 
for instance, 2007, you thought they'd go out there. Maybe they're not getting back to the Super Bowl, but they ought to be really good. Uh, 2010, they uh, reached the uh, NFC title game. You're expecting them to be very competitive the next season. Uh, Obviously, 2018, uh, they win the division. You expect them to be really competitive uh, the next season, and there's been a variety of factors in play at all those different moments. But, uh, hey, they're not the Carolina Panthers, who uh, entered the National Football League in 1995 and uh, have yet to uh, experience consecutive winning seasons. They're not the Browns, and there's always something to be said for that, who haven't uh, accomplished the feat since the 1980s. Uh, Jacksonville, uh, 2004-2005, the last time it's been done. And then the Raiders, you got to go back to uh, when they uh, got to the Super Bowl uh, with uh, Bill Callahan right after Gruden had left, 2000 to 2002. Uh, for the last time the the then Oakland Raiders put together consecutive winning seasons. Brad, I think you're on to something, the ad campaign. We're not the Browns. That's what the Bears will embrace this <laughs> offseason. <laughs> At least we're not the Browns. I want to ask you this, Brad, because they haven't had – uh, obviously a lot of sustained success at Hallis Hall. Every year it seems like we're looking at the championship Sunday for takeaways. If you were trying to find a positive that you could cling to if you're a Bears fan, if you're a Bears executive or coach or whatever the case may be, when you look at these four teams, what do you see that can be applied to the way that you're trying to get back into the playoffs? Well, that's a really good question. And, um, I guess I, I guess I'd start with all of them have the ability to be explosive on offense, and and the Forty ers are able to pull that off uh, with the last pick of the draft at quarterback right now. Uh, they've, they're extremely well coached. They've got a lot of talent uh, around the quarterback position on offense, and they've got uh, an excellent defense as well. Um, the Eagles are stacked. You feel like on both sides of the ball. I think the Chiefs have, have um, gotten better defensively while Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback. Uh, and Steve Spagnola does a really nice job. They've got some guys that can get after the quarterback, especially with uh, Chris Jones. And then Cincinnati, boy, they've got um, a wealth of young talent that uh, is playing at such a high level they can overcome some of the well-documented offensive line issues with all the starters that are missing for the Bengals. And, uh, you know, it's not like it was a great offensive line to begin with, but Joe Burrow uh, has become uh, elite in a very short period of time. I, I think the Bengals can go into Kansas City and, uh, and, and win that on Sunday, guys. I, th- I think that might happen. You know, it, it's really interesting to consider a high ankle sprain and what that means and see the guy uh, going off the podium and watching it over and over trying to get a hint of anything. It, the The line has moved so dramatically uh, since that injury and, and as the week has gone on. I, I don't know what to make of it. Right now I think it's a pick em, 
But it's pretty extraordinary, Brad, that nobody is quite certain. We know what a high ankle sprain means. And the idea that that's not going to impact this game is hard for me to believe. Yeah, very hard to believe. And I'm going to – I'm just going to wait and see oh. with my own eyes and not um, – you know, Andy Reid can say whatever he wants. Mahomes can say what he wants. You can uh, you can see him jogging at uh, half speed uh, inside the practice bubble. Uh, none of that stuff really matters. What's going to matter is how he is able to move around on the field on Sunday. And there's there's almost a, a small element of you'll believe it when you see it with this, just because uh, you, you know that these things. Uh, take time and even if it's not as severe as it could have been uh, it's still probably going to make it challenging for him to navigate uh, the pocket so brad this is interesting i want to hear hear your kind of explanation and it's not trying to be a defense of matt eberflus but you look at all four coaches left and they're offensive-minded coaches other offensive-oriented coaches. You look at the two biggest surprises in the playoffs this year, the Jaguars and the Giants, offensive-minded coaches and Doug Peterson and Brian Dable that the Bears passed on. Did any, has anything that happened in terms of the playoffs this season, the success of first-year coaches in Jacksonville and New York, make you feel different, or do you think should make Bears fans feel any differently about Matt Eberflus, who clearly is not an offensive-minded head coach? Yeah, I I don't think so. You, you can have you can have uh, you know outstanding defensive-minded head coaches. You know, Sean McDermott, uh, his team didn't play well last weekend. He's he's got close to forty wins, I think, over the last three seasons. So uh, he's doing something right uh, with uh, the Buffalo Bills. So the. You know, your biggest takeaway when you watch this playoff football is, man, the Bears need players all over the place. I, th- that's what it is for me anyway. Just the, you know, they had nothing going on for them in the front seven on defense. Um, they lacked the ability to sustain anything outside of a four-week stretch that was in the, what, almost first half of the season on offense. And... um and for an entire season, guys, pretty much an entire season, in any and every phase of the game, they couldn't they couldn't make a play in the fourth quarter uh, that, that when they needed it. Right? They they were unable um, to have a player step up in a big moment. So that those are the big takeaways that that Ryan Poles and and Ian Cunningham and Matt Eberflus they've got uh, they've got their work cut out for them, and hopefully with uh, some calculated moves and some aggressive moves. They can add some players that will um, help raise the level of performance of the guys who are going to remain. The guys who got experience, uh, they played a ton of rookies this season. Um, Those guys hopefully can come back and and be each one of them just a little bit better uh, in year two because they're going to need that. It is um, – it's kind of fascinating to, to kind of follow everything going around the league, and we were talking about it earlier. Micah Parsons sent out a uh, a tweet pointing out that uh, other than Mahomes, everybody is still on their rookie deal left in the final four. And, uh, 
you know, hmm, that's interesting. It's almost like you got the the Cowboys' best player calling on the team to draft a new quarterback, and uh, and they're obviously paying a lot of money to Dak Prescott. And then you look around the league and you see the guys that are getting paid and the guys that aren't getting paid, and you wonder, are the are the Bears on a time restraint here with Justin Fields? Do you want to make sure that you get to the winning part and you get to some success before you have to pay the quarterback? Well, yeah, I mean, he's going to have to be a player. He's going to have to be a big-time player before that contract's up or or it's not going to work. Like, this is going to be a pivotal season for him ahead. You're three uh, in the league. You're two uh, with the coaching staff and the administration, the front office that took over. So this is going to be a huge year that I think will dictate a lot about his future at Hallis Hall. Uh, I saw the Parsons thing. It was uh, certainly kind of amusing. Um, they, they need, the Bears need to get the quarterback right, whether he's right on his rookie deal, whether he's right on a uh, contract that's that's worth over $300 million. They, they just need to get it right, and that's what they've failed to accomplish for the longest period of time. You, you can't go out – and throw for 2,200 yards and feel certain that the quarterback's got it right. And that's at, while acknowledging there's a lot of work to be done in terms of personnel on offense with playmakers, with linemen uh, to help him out, to help him grow uh, and improve. But, you know, the, the, I got a, in fact, I had a question in my mailbag this week, and it's been a popular question for a couple weeks since the end of the season. Should the Bears, you know, um, look for a, a number two quarterback in the middle rounds? This, this guy, the question, you know, fourth or fifth round, should the Bears find a quarterback with a skill set similar to Fields uh, in the event the guy has to play, he can step right in. And these are, Really good questions, and they make a lot of sense. But my initial reaction is, hey, look at this roster. Um, I think they they have a lot more pressing stuff they need to fix, and I'd worry about making sure your number one's right before you um, sit down and decide that you know maybe we should commit some serious resources to a number two quarterback. You know, you talk about a fourth or fifth round pick. Maybe you take a flyer on a wide receiver with some traits you like there. Uh, those middle rounds of the draft can be an excellent area to find an interior offensive lineman. Might not be a plug-and-play guy day one, but a fourth round guard comes in, sits, and kind of develops and learns for a year, and then can be a pretty good player uh, at the beginning of year two. So, that's my reaction to uh, to questions uh, about trying to solidify the backup position. Let's let's see if they can get uh, the starting position where they need it to be, where they want it to be first. Never too early to talk about prospects, Brad. So on Wednesday, Peter Skronsky, the left tackle from Northwestern, was on the afternoon show, and I'm just curious because he's going to be somebody who goes probably you know, in the top half of the first round. Don't know if the Bears will be there depending on the trade down. But I know you're familiar with Peter Skronsky from writing about him last year. I know you've also talked to people. Which would maybe factor in more in the Bears' evaluation of him? The fact that he might have 
arms shorter than you'd like from an offensive lineman or the fact that he's a Packer fan whose father was a five-time uh, champion under Vince Lombardi, his grandfather, Bob? Yeah, that's that, that's uh, a couple of good questions there. <laughs> Skoransky, um is one of the very best offensive line prospects in the draft. And while back in the fall, a lot of people I talked to thought he might have to move inside the guard. You still hear some of that, but I think if you feel now like whoever takes them, their um, their Cadillac plan for him anyway is going to be to have him play left tackle. That if they're going to take him that high, that's because they have a belief that he can uh, get it done and and be a player there. Yeah, I you know I think that um, I think it's really interesting to. Uh, to contemplate what's going to happen in the, in the draft, but I think it's going to there'll be all sorts of kind of shifts and changes, and you know people keep coming up with different trade ideas. They're all over the place. How far down would you recommend the Bears trade? I mean, you know, you keep hearing that maybe this draft isn't the greatest draft after all, and that if you don't get an elite player at the top of the draft, you're gonna you're gonna struggle to get one later. Now. We know there are players throughout NFL drafts, but in terms of guys that you feel are going to be impact guys, um, do you have to be careful about the trade down, right? I mean, everybody wants the Bears to add more, and everybody wants them to have a lot, including picks next year. But the reality is that, you know, you got to have partners, and you also want to make sure that you get something pretty good out of this draft. Yeah, they've got to have something out of this draft. They they have to have it, right? They they need to, and and that's more than one player. I mean, they've got to, uh, right. they they've got to mine some talent, some serious talent from this draft. My initial reaction would be, you don't want to go past maybe number five. Uh, you know, who knows? It could shake out a little bit differently uh, in a few months, but. Um, you, you, you talk about trading down into the middle of the first round, and then, you know, you don't know what, what you're going to be able to get there. You you just don't know what's going to be available. I mean, heck, guys, we've seen the Bears in the top ten where you feel like you got a good chance of finding an impact player end up with a Leonard Floyd. I don't believe he ever reached the status of impact player for them. And a Kevin White. I mean, that that's in the top ten. Uh, so, you uh, there's no and there's no guarantees or sure things in the top five. I mean, we could we could spend the next half hour going over uh, guys who have royally disappointed as as top five picks and and not just quarterbacks. You know, it's easy to explain. Well, hey, there's a big time bust factor with quarterbacks. We could find other positions and say, hey, top five pick, kind of disappointing uh, for what you would expect there. So the, it is going to be very interesting. I would imagine the Bears will give you some breadcrumbs, a little bit of a roadmap in free agency. And when the dust settles in free agency, you'll be able to look at the depth chart and say, okay, yeah, they've definitely helped themselves out here. Uh, Boy, they're still weak over here. And you might be able to zero in uh, a little bit more on a position, but I just don't think they'll be able to do enough in free agency in terms of pass rushers and defensive linemen for them to eliminate um, almost anything in the front seven when it comes to the draft. 
Quickly, Brad, what's the calendar look like coming up? I know there's a senior bowl. Any other deadlines over the next couple of weeks? What do they look like for the Bears? Well, senior bowl, uh, actually the East-West Shrine, uh, which, was a, which was a better collection of all-star talent a year ago. Those practices start on Saturday. The senior bowl gets going uh, next week. And then you basically got teams kind of at that point uh, really going in depth uh, for free agency meetings uh, to be prepared for uh, that, which will be in March shortly after the uh, scouting combine. Great stuff, Brad. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Brad. Have a great day, guys. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.